I want to preach today about something. Last week I started. I talked about the spirit of generosity. I want to. Uh, I, I want to spread it across. This is a message I had some time back. It's a very powerful message. Hallelujah. And I know that uh, your life is not going to be the same again. Exodus, the chapter number sixteen. Exodus, the chapter number sixteen. It's a, it's, it's, it's a popular scripture. Now, in Hebrew culture, when you go to Israel, there is a festival they celebrate. You know, after they believe that after after the Passover, uh, or better still, after they came out of Egypt, uh, that, that one will be a little clearer for all of us sorry about some 40 41 some days later uh, please follow me please follow me that is when uh, the manna how many of you have heard of the manna before manna yes sir manna that is when manna started falling you know i don't want to go into the details but there is an interesting revelation and, and and i believe that even as i preach the spirit of generosity the glory and the shepherd i believe that your life you are going to benefit from this mystery powerfully hallelujah i know that your life is going to be blessed by this mystery now exodus 16 the verses number 16 to the verse number 18 let's read that portion of scripture and then uh, maybe when we finish, we are going to look at, at the verse 33 and the verse 34. Okay. Hallelujah. Yes, sir. There are there are many stories about the manna. Many of them are true. When when you look at the the the, the Talmud, there are there are many 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 stories. Personally, I don't believe plenty of them. Hallelujah. Because the Israelites they have. A flare for the hysterical so they can put certain things in there you see that's why you need to you need to scrutinize the kind of information you read into your head but if i tell you some of the things they say about the manna you yourself will be surprised hallelujah they tell you that when the manna was falling in egypt please follow me when the manna was falling if you're a wicked man the manna will fall far, far away from your house so you have to walk at a distance some people have to go to the desert to go and fetch the manna and if you're a righteous man immediately you stepped out of your house there was manna so you could just gather the manna but i feel that it is not consistent with scripture so i want to separate the facts from the fiction so that but but but, but there are some interesting things too about the manna because i believe that uh, if somebody ate manna uh, if uh, madam tipo i i know that the food she likes best is banku and okro so when she eats manna according to the rabbis what they tell us is that what she eats she will feel like she's eating banku and okro i don't know whether you get me uh-huh. so you eat all of us are eating a particular meal but it tastes different to all of us do you understand that <laughs> i love it i love some of these mysteries hallelujah yeah now somebody asked so why then is it that uh, the 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 israelite yearned to go back to egypt to eat of uh, the melons and those things that they were talking about if uh, what they ate tasted like what they wanted to is it a valid question you know when you bring a seed i will explain to you amen it's not part of my message <laughs> amen yeah. So let's 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 read the word. Let's read the word. This is what the Lord has commanded. Each one is to gather. Please follow me. Forget about your husband for 35 minutes. Amen. The women they are always thinking about their husbands. And the men, hmm. This is what the Lord has commanded. Each one is to gather as much as he needs. So he's going to rain down the manna. Now Moses is saying that this is what the Lord has commanded. Each one should gather as much as he need. Take an omer. Everybody say omer. Uh-huh. Now the omer is a unit of measurement. Okay, so to say and they are Rebecca say kotogari olonka. Oh, you don't say olonka. Olonka kind of fancy say olonka. So the omer 
was a unit of measurement. He said, "In the case of one gallon, one gallon." So that was the Uma. I'll, I'll come into the mystery later. Now he said, "Take an Uma for each person in your tent." In other words, we know that also then it means that it is not everybody in the tent that went for the manna. They are they, they are instructing somebody. Says, "Okwa, go and take an Uma for every single person in your tent." I hope you get it. Hello. Okay, so let's come down. The Israelites did as they were told. Some guarded much. We are entering the mystery. Some guarded much. Some guarded little. Okay, the Israelites did as they were told. Some guarded much. Some little. Okay, we'll come down. And when they measured it by the Omer, <laughs> he who guarded much did not have too much. Please follow me. And when they measured it by the Omer, he who guarded much did not have or too much. And he who guarded little did not have too little. Each one guarded as much as he needed. Do you understand? Okay, so God tells them, go and gather food for your houses. Now, Apostle Andy is a single man. He has 35 children in those days. Seven wives, 35 children. So, Apostle Andy in his tent has many mouths to feed. But Apostle Andy is the guy who is supposed to bring it, go into the, where the manna is to go and fetch it for his entire family. It is said, when you go, everybody is apportioned one Omar. I think an Omar is close to, in terms of, what is common? Gallon. In terms of gallon. We are looking at something from three to four liters. So around three quarters of a gallon. Gallon. I don't know whether I get that. So that's right. So Apostle Andy will go with 35 children, seven wives, and he has to gather enough for everybody during the day. Do you follow? So when Apostle Andy went, you know, he gathered as much. So, so in this case, maybe Apostle Andy needs 47 omers. But Apostle Andy went and he got 15 omers, possibly. And then, and A is a young man, 21 years old. He probably doesn't have any son, or even if he has a son, maybe one and one wife. So, and A goes out and gathers the same 15 omers as Apostle Andy has gathered. Now, do follow. So, what A will need for his family is three omers. I, I don't know whether I get me. Apostle Andy needs 47. But the Bible said that when they went out and they brought the manna and they measured it by the Uma, Apostle Andy didn't have 15 Umas. In fact, he had 47 Umas. And this man went out and gathered 15 Umas and he needed 3 Umas. But in fact, when they measured it, he actually got 3 Umas. 3 Umas. Do you follow? No, that's what... Uh, you, can, you can check from any rabbinical source you want. This is an open scripture, open to interpretation. We have about 43 commentators on this one alone, on this particular scripture alone. We have about 37 unanimously agreeing with Onkelos and Jachi that this was a miracle. You know, some people try to explain it away and say that, oh, uh, Apostle Andy got plenty. So when he got there, he took plenty. No, but this one, there is nothing in the text to suggest that it was sharing. I don't know whether you get me. Hello, does anything, does it sound like somebody shared something here? He said that when they went out for it by the Uma, Apostle Kevin brought his, Apostle Andy's, Apostle Ene brought his. But when they measured it by the Uma, Andy didn't have more than he needed. And Ene didn't have less than he needed. So according to the number of people in your tent, no matter what you brought, it will be enough for every one of them. Do you understand where I'm coming from? Shout, I hear you. So what they tell us is that during the early times of the gathering, please follow me. The, the miracle happened for some time. But after some time, Apostle Andy sat down and they sat down and realized, no. You see, the manner is such that I cannot put it down till tomorrow. Do you remember? Hello, Moses told them that everything you are gathering, gather it tomorrow. Ever done it, worms. So eat what you can. 
So Enesa then said, No, I have 15 omens. Apostle Landy has he needs 47 omens, but I'm school 15. So let me just go ahead. And then when I gather and I realize that Apostle Landy, what he has is too small. Before I even get to my house, let me leave as many omens with Apostle Landy before I get to my house. Because me the coffee crowd, by the time I measure it, I'm only going to get what I need. Now, do you understand that? Now, by this, by this mystery. It was a way the Lord sought to lose the spirit of generosity among the people. So that if Apostle Oba understands that no matter how much he gathers, he cannot have more than what he needs. Whatever you have in your hands, you are not on Katasso. If I can preserve for tomorrow, there is a way I treat the things in my hand. Now, do you understand me? But if I know that what I have gathered, so so in the israelite community this particular mystery of the manner supernatural provision instigated a certain level of generosity that was dangerous just imagine today that the rich men in town everybody will gather whatever they have and they say that Charlie you know I cannot I cannot preserve what I have is what I have let me just so that if anybody needs anything you are going to get it because you you, you can only have for yourself what you need. I hope you are getting me. Now, I want to, I, I want to, I, I just want to twist this thing a little so that you get where I'm coming from. Osofu, I believe that this miracle happened so that God will give himself an excuse, follow me church, to open the heavens upon his people. Last week I told you that I am convinced that there are certain levels of outpourings Generosity from God. There are certain levels of it. It is not going to happen until the spirit of generosity works in the heart of men. Do you remember last week? Yes, sir. So I, I, I maintain that this thing happened so that God will give Himself an excuse to bless people. Because until spirit of generosity, until it, it is it is it is rampant in the people. The heavens are not permitted to be open. So God is saying that, no, let me find a way to make sure that the people are giving so much. The people are being generous so much. So that I'll give myself an excuse. And yes, sir, I can rent the manna for only one day. The people needed to eat for 40 years. And if I don't, if I don't raise the spirit of generosity in their heart, I cannot have a reason to give them more. I don't know whether you are getting me. It's a universal principle. I cannot have a reason to give them more. So by this miracle, God wanted to raise a giving spirit, a generous spirit in them so that he will continue to release his blessings upon them. Now, are you understanding me? In John 6, 9, I discovered a young boy. The Bible didn't even mention his name. But one day, Jesus Christ crossed the lake realized that there were many people following him. He wanted to feed them. Anytime I read this scripture, my heart leaps. Amen and amen. Now, the Bible said that Jesus asked, for, asked the people, can we get something for them to eat? Now, Philip gave Jesus an answer that is awesome. He said that even if we have 200, the original word is denarius, Sika quantity. We cannot buy enough bread for this one. So theologians and biblical scholars say that the amount of money with Jesus' ministry team was 200. We are not able to, we cannot provide for all these people. We have 200. Even if we take everything out of our coffers from our ministry team and decide to buy bread for these guys, we are not going to satisfy them. So Jesus said, what do you have? Now, Philip said that we have a lad here, a young boy. And the boy has five bread, five loaves of belly bread. Now realize that belly bread wasn't the common bread. And here for pano, any belly. Belly was rough. Near the cakes, Okay, belly, belly harvest. So they use their belly to make cakes. So the kind of bread we are talking about is not even nice bread. Small, small cakes are normally they would give it to uh, uh, horses. But if you are poor, you could also eat belly bread. And Jesus asked, what do you have amongst us? He said, this young lad, he has five loaves of belly bread and two fish. Now, this is what strikes me. Listen to me very carefully. They didn't take it from the boy by force. But what he has said, the guy brought his five bread, uh, loaves of bread and two fishes. 
Jesus wanted to open the heavens upon the people. He demanded that somebody among the people be generous. Until this thing happened, they would have had to struggle. He said that, we are not able to. Philip was telling Jesus that what you are trying to ask for is impossible. Now, are you understanding me? Jesus wanted to do it for the people, but there should be somebody amongst them that will lose the heavens on their lives. Just think about it. Jesus could have commanded the bread from anywhere. There was never a time Jesus made the miracle without taking something from them before multiplying it. He said he turned water into wine. He didn't command wine out of nothing. There is always a place, a loosening of the heart, a giving of something before heavens will be opened upon the lives of people. So he said, I let them bring it. So they took it from that young boy. On into, so just think about it. So if that young boy had said, said I don't know for the day, I won't give it out, the people would have starved. Now, are you understanding me? Hello? It will only take the spirit of generosity to lose the heavens upon our lives. And so in the manner, in the wilderness, Jesus wanted that thing to happen. Until somebody is generous enough, I cannot have a reason to continue pouring down my blessing on him. If you want to give God an excuse, to continue to release things into your life engage this thing the spirit of generosity until it is at work in our lives god's excuse are running out only excuse behave you he looks at you I, I don't have any reason to pour it down now are you understanding me shout i hear you hmm. i wrote down and i said that if we saw our provision please follow me like the way the Israelites saw the manna, the way we approach things will be different. He said that you can only take some for today. I wrote down and I said that it is impossible for any man to adequately prepare for tomorrow. Are you understanding me? It is what? Impossible for any man. In the Apostle Kevin met me, but to adequately prepare for tomorrow, it is impossible. Now, are you understanding me? Because nobody knows the demands of tomorrow. So, you can't sit somewhere and prepare. Say that I, no matter what tomorrow brings, I'm prepared. Please follow me. This is what Jesus was trying to, to convey to them. Say, the manner is simple. It is for today. So, when you be dinner and one, you cannot adequately prepare for tomorrow. So, I need you to look unto me for tomorrow. I need you to look at me because you can't prepare. One night, an army was the richest army in the world. The following night, every single one of them was running for cover. Do you remember? When the army of Syria they, they surrounded a late siege on Jerusalem. The Bible said that the Israelites didn't have anywhere to go. They were boxed in in their own country. For so many months, the army were, were not living. And hunger was killing the people. So one night, a city, they were, they, 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 they were crying to even feed themselves. They were killing their sons, actually. But the next morning, the same army that was rich and fully provided for, they ran and left everything. They were now running for something to eat. Now, you can't prepare for tomorrow. What tomorrow will bring nobody. So God is telling them, it takes the spirit of generosity to take care of tomorrow. But what he has here, tomorrow is only taken care of by the spirit of generosity. One day, a widow was trying to eat his last meal. When Elijah met the widow of Zarephath, he said, that, give me, bake some bread for me to eat. He said, oh, you know, as surely as the Lord lives, dear Kenya, I want to bake it to, with my son. I want us to eat it and die. We are eating it and we are waiting to die tomorrow. But the prophet said that do not relent. Please give me something to eat. As surely as my Lord lives. As surely as my Lord lives. Now do you understand that? The only person who has control over tomorrow is our God. This is the reason why the spirit of generosity is crucial. Until we lose it in our lives. Don't be too stingy. Tell somebody don't be too stingy. Oh, I didn't hear you. Tell somebody, don't be too stingy. It doesn't matter. You can never be adequately prepared for tomorrow. Now, are you understanding me? Oh, come on. Is somebody understanding me? Shout, I hear you. Oh, come on. I said, shout, I hear you. Yes, sir. Let's enter into this one. <laughs> 
please follow me i want everybody to follow me whatever the lord will give you there are things when we come here yes yeah not so that we will have them in our heads so that yedebe bobra unless at the chrono if the thing is supposed to continue if the thing is not supposed to end today there are many of us eh, we have certain breaks in our life this season and tomorrow we don't have we, we don't have those things anymore i'm not saying that these things happen eh, naturally you see but if something is going to be there today and is going to be there tomorrow that and consistently it is consistently covered in glory the only thing that is that is allowed to live today live tomorrow out live generations those things that the lord releases that's what i want to say they are consistently covered in the glory now do you know that before the manna fell also a north wind will blow and clear the ground because I didn't be never be good for and not wind will blow and clear the ground and according to Exodus 16 that dew will fall, fall on the ground into manner no a bar it is the idea they are suitcase dew will fall on the cleansed ground and then the manner will fall on the dew and then dew will fall again on the manner do you get where I'm coming from hello the ground is cleansed Deal will fall on the ground. Do you know deal? Hello? Uh-huh. It will fall on the ground. And then the manna will fall on the deal. And then deal will fall on the manna again. Until we have a cleansed ground, deal. And then manna, and then what? Deal. Now, do you understand that? Yes, sir. So, w- what the Lord presented unto the people, it was always covered in the mystery. Before the manna even came in the first place, the Bible said that they lifted up their voice into sorry, their eyes into the clouds, and they saw the glory of the Lord all of a sudden appear. And God started giving them those instructions. Deal, glory. It always covers the things that the Lord is going to give to us. Every day I say, Apostle Sam is here today. Maybe there is something, some grace upon his life. Maybe there is something the Lord has favored him with. I tell you, those things they are consistently. It is not all of us. Many of us start on the same footing. The Lord will call Wilfred and call Apostle Kevin, and they are all growing up in the Lord. And consistently, no, they will grant them the same grace consistently. We realize that some are preserved, some are not. We realize that there are some who won't say I'm telling you, the things that a better watch they are consistently preserved in the glory. It's Apostle Kevin, he should understand that there are certain things he can never have. What you are saying? There are certain things they can only come with the deal. They come with the deal. The manna never fell on dry ground. In fact, say manna no that is why a bar now just think about it why do you think some will gather less if the manna is there every time for you to go and gather according to the word of god say the manna will melt away so they had a time frame they went to gather the manna when the deal was on the manna but what you say so in the seasons where apostle sammy is covered under the glory there are certain things available but the day apostle sammy decides to move a little there are things that are not available anymore so the Bible said that Samson thought that he would shake himself once more. He discovered that his strength was no more. Don't ever be there are certain things in your life they are protected by the glory. The moment the glory is no longer available, also for, for Apostle to live today and have confidence that tomorrow his sons will also enjoy life. That one is not by savings, it is not by all. It is not by savings. There are certain things uh, they back to us work on the demand. They are consistently preserved by the glory. They are consistently preserved. That is why the, the book of Psalms said that the wicked is prospering and we should not fret. Now, do you understand that? Because the thing that is going to be preserved, they have to be under the glory. You are just worrying yourself. Are you understanding me? The manna was going to rain for 40 years. And every single morning in the wilderness without rain for 40 years, there was dew. Without the dew, there was no manna. The moment the dew lifted, the manna will melt away. 
Listen, you don't have anything. It is not in your control. Hello, that is why the spirit of generosity is crucial. When we discover this, there are things you don't keep to your own destruction. That is what King Solomon said. He said, There is him that keepeth more than his meat and is tender to poverty. That is the manner you keep, and then tomorrow in the morning, everybody in Israel will know that you kept something you shouldn't have kept. Margot, here, can I fantasy? Salmon. By the time you wake up in the morning, the very same thing, look at me. By the time you wake up in the morning, the very same thing that was supposed to feed you will be the same thing that will cause your disgrace. Everybody will know. You will begin to smell your camp, you and your household. You begin, the, you, you become the disgrace of society. Not by anything, by preserving that which you are not supposed to preserve. Now, are you understanding me? There are two things, follow me. There are two things that are able to preserve continually supernatural provision. Global. The manner will come with the deal. A real boswa, a real boswa, a real boswa, a real boswa. They will have to melt away. So consistently, sadly, supply never. So we have somebody today. He's good to you. Tomorrow, who and after your yesterday. If the supply is going to be continuous, it should be under the glory. Is somebody understanding me? Shout! I hear you. Oh, come on! I shout! Shout! I hear you. Yes, sir. Don't ever think that gifting. Yes, Nipano is good. Yes, Adiana is coming. But if the thing is going to outlive you, if the thing is going to be constant every time, and yes, January, February, no, if you want it to be constant like the 40 years, or catch Ramos say, I want you to know 40 years in the wilderness, I fed you every day with manna. If you want that level, if you want that level of provision, you need to understand it comes with the spirit of generosity and it comes under the glory. Without the glory, it's impossible. But what you say? Shout I hear you. There are two mysteries that preserves that which the Lord has said. Sorry. There are two mysteries that preserve that which the Lord has given you. The first one is the mystery of the word, and the second one is the mystery of the glory. Follow me. There are two mysteries. The first one is the word, and the second one is what? The glory. Am I preaching to somebody? Say the word. Say glory. Yes, sir. Now, you see, <laughs> please follow me. Are you sleeping? Oh, are you sleeping? Mm -hmm. When the Lord gave manna to them, on the seventh day, they said that it was a Sabbath. In the a Sabbath, nobody is supposed to go out and look for manna. So, how are the people going to eat? The Lord said to them, When it is Sabbath, Apostle Landy doesn't have to go out to go and look for manna. Everybody should go out on the Friday, gather as much as you want. Tomorrow, the same manna now on Thursday, at the Chiso Friday, on Friday, now the Chiso Saturday, any day, Why? Because I have said so. That's the only reason. The manner didn't change. He didn't change the composition. The only reason why it was to be preserved unto the next day was because God has said so. Now, are you understanding me? That is the first mystery. The mystery of the word. If supernatural provision in your life is going to continue, it needs to come. Listen, there are some of us, eh? one day the Lord will call you and tell you that, Apostle Kevin, you will lack nothing. The day that revelation sinks into your spirit, expect not to see poverty again. The mystery of the word. And the second one is the mystery of the glory. I love this part more than all the other parts. 
Man and started say ban on Israel for four more. In fact, they hadn't seen anything like that before. In fact, what they tell us is that manna, HSA, what is this? HSA, what is this? We have not seen anything like this before. What is this? So when it came, now they never for Now, so God told Moses, instruct Aaron, tell him to take some of the manna, look for a censer. Rabbi tells us that it was a golden censer. Because anything that they were taking to the glory of God, to the, the to the ark of glory, the thing had to be pure. So the word rabbi tell us that now you go censer. And then go and look for an omer of manna and come and put it in the censer. Now, when you put it in the censer, I want you to go to where the ark of covenant, the testimony is. And Sarah friend, the testimony. Go and look for where it is and place some of this manna in the testimony. And then leave it there for generations that are going to come. And then when they come, they will know that when they, their forefathers walked in the wilderness, I, the Lord, I fed them with this food. Think about this. God said that take some, put it in a censer, go and put it in front of the glory. Go and put it where? In front of the glory, the ark of covenant. That's where God dwelt, the holy of holies. Focus anymore. And so long as it is in front of the Ark of the Covenant, generations will come. Generations will come. It will be there. When they come, they will see. Holy of Holies. One of the things you saw there was the manner. Are you understanding me? When the generations come, let them come and see that I, the Lord, I provided for you in the wilderness. Something it lasted so many generations. Some rabbis tell us that Ebra Jeremiah. Ezekiel uh, spoke to the to the to the people to the general assembly. He said that see the word of the Lord. What theologians tell us is that what he brought out of the temple was the was the manna. This is what the Lord that said. This is the Lord that fed you. So he didn't say hear the word. He said see. Now when we say see, the word of the Lord is Jesus. That's all. So he brought something to represent the manna. The word of the Lord. So, what theologians unanimously agree that he brought the manna which was preserved for over 700 years in front of the glory and says, See the word of the Lord. Patriotia said, That which is able to preserve what we have is the glory. So, the two things there were. He said, I said so, tomorrow it shall live. And he said that, Put it in front of the covenant. Focusy anymore. Your sons will come and meet it. Your daughters will come and meet it. Your grandchildren will come and meet it. They'll grow by every channel. He's not fighting for himself. He's fighting for the generations that are ahead. Why? Because he is captured in the glory. The thing he's looking for, it is inside the glory. And until we are inside the glory, what we have, we shall not get into the future. Hallelujah. Shout, I hear you. Yes, sir. I want you to understand something that it is important for us to do that manna when it falls supernatural provision sometimes we can come to church and pray father i need this father i need this father i need that but i tell you it is not always easy to know when god answers our prayer this is this is this is a, a serious truth in the body of christ so Apostle is praying, Father, I need a wife. Father, I need a wife. Father, bless me with a wife. But you know, no, so they beat me about. But how do we know when God say, God brings a wife for Apostle Do you understand that? Hello? Oh, come on. I said hello. Do you know that one of the problems of the body of Christ is identifying the solutions God has given? As for the prayer part, we are very good at all. But identifying the solutions God has given. Also, I'm beginning to think say, it is the more complicated part of the whole equation. Because what we know of God is that He be sent as a mortar. And He answers. So if He answers, why are we not hearing? It is not because we can't hear God, it is because we don't understand the mystery. What to show us the we don't even know. That's why today's message it is three in one: the spirit of generosity, the glory. And the spirit of the shepherd. Now, are you understanding me? Supernatural provision. Let not anybody deceive you. You know me. I am not the kind that exalts men above what God is doing. 
but I am convinced that there are certain things they are in the power of other men. Are you understanding me? The Israelites were praying. We want to taste food. Father, we are starving. We are hungry. Everything we have is finished. We don't have anything to eat anymore. Father, do this. Father, do this. Now, what theologians tell us is that, you know, the Israelites came out with many sheep and many flock. And I remember, they were coming millions of plenty. But they were struggling and said that they missed those animals. Do you know why? What they tell us is that, you know, in, in Egypt, they were worshipping idols. Now, some of the idols were like in the form of Moana. You remember that when Moses left them, Oh, we don't know. No, 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 it's not a Haifa. Calf. Hallelujah. Do you know what a calf is? Is a matter calf We are lazy. We are lazy. 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 That's right. Oh, it is well. Hallelujah. So just imagine. Say abua almost someone no, almost bury almost me. What you say? So there were many of the one among Israel and you pay free these three masters. They were not touching them because they felt said they were object of their worship. Now, do you understand that? Yes, sir. Now, so when they came out of Egypt, they were crying to God, Father, we need food to eat. Father, we need food to eat. Father, we need food to eat. The day the Lord decided, well, let's go. Exodus, Exodus chapter 16. Maybe they are making a cafe in between, but this one I want us to maybe, I just want us to read and see. Exodus 16, the verse number, let's say 13. Let's see 13 and see what's happening there. 13, 12, there, there about, there, there's something interesting happening there. Okay. Look at this. Are you with me? When the Lord gives an answer, one of the most difficult things in the body of Christ is to locate and know. Say, this is what the Lord is saying. Some of us, God has answered our prayers three months ago. We are still praying those prayers. Oh, I tell you, there are many of us, the Lord has answered our prayers, but we are still praying those prayers. Why? Because there is a link. There is always a link. You see, I'm not trying to honor man, but there is the place of the shepherd. This is not the place of the prophet. Though. This is the place of all the shepherd. The people were saying, we needed something to eat. They wanted, they knew, say, in the wilderness, they planted nothing. So what they were looking for was a miracle. A miracle occurred and they didn't know. Look at it. He said, I have heard the grumbling of the Israelites. Oh. Tell them at twilight you will eat meat, and in the morning you will be filled with bread. Then you will know that I am the Lord your God. So you see, the people were crying to God. We want meat, we want fish, we want bread. Right? Okay. So come down. That evening, Kale came and covered the camp. And in the morning, there was a layer of dew around the camp. Come down. When the dew was gone, thin flakes like frosts on the ground appeared on the desert floor. Come down. Now, when the Israelites saw it, they said to each other, what is it? For they did not know what it was. Moses, the shepherd, came to them and said to them, this is the answer to your prayers. Can you see that? Moses said to the people, you have been crying. You want to eat bread. This is the answer. Also, for so had they left to the people, they would have run away even from their miracle. No, no, he said, this is the answer to their prayers. They were asking themselves, Mama, what is this? Idea Simni, where is this one coming from? Then Moses, the shepherd, came to them and said, this is the answer to your prayers. Sometimes it takes a shepherd. Sometimes it does what? It takes a shepherd to show us. Also, that is why when we are generous, you see, the other I was telling the men of God here that today some people can come and stand on television and use about five minutes and that man of God and uh, bear five minutes, ten minutes to fire men of God that we all we know how to do is to take people's money and to do this and to do that. I told them I don't subscribe to people taking people's money, but I am a say also for think about this. If somebody is seriously sick, and I say, Sandy Pano, or pay your phone, I will buy. And I say, Sandy Pano, or pay BBA, she can't to me. 
Nasa wu global, ube wu. Na wu kachire ni se, masa, ba afodeye 500 gana cities. Ube nyaye funa oba. Ure asani panobosa afodeye no owa, ube nunu hu. Hello? Pacho, ure ube nunu hu. Listen to me. There are things that nipa ema na ema emuwa yedu ama yedu. Like money. Like things. Emu yedu enye bibia. Some of the things some of us we demand in this life, eh? You might sister billion who point me yet. Sometimes you can see a lady going, lady no be ankano, who now was so nano, the kind of demons terrorizing the lady. You can't also. Hallelujah. Now are you understanding me? So when you go and global, I'm not saying global should take your money. But when you go and global says bring five hundred Ghana. And releases an eternal impact in your life. And no, no, also for Nippon TV, I'm not saying say people should do that. Don't get me wrong. I won't take your money. Even if God asks me, I won't take. Yeah, take it for me. Take it for me. Hallelujah. No, I'm trying to make a point. Let me say, you waste time. The very fabric of society, it is discolored. What you the people were crying over three million people said we have come out of this place 40 days and God had answered their prayer it was right in their face they were asking what is this the shepherd came and said that this is the answer to your prayers Ooh, there are many of us God has called us not to just come and disturb you. we are solution to the issues of people God is answering prayers and we don't even know are you understanding me that is why you don't play with the anointing of the shepherd. Is somebody understanding me? Shout, I hear you. Oh, come on, I said, shout, I hear you. One day somebody called me. Also, I am caught in between this. At that particular instant, I needed something to say. Now, also, when the person called me, do you know what, what, what I was doing? I was watching football. Athletics, sorry. You know, I want my favorite to win. Around 1 a.m., the person could tell me U.S. Olympic trials. The person said, I am cutting between this and this. You know, but this, I, I, you know, there is something about the shepherd. There is something about the shepherd. And just around that time, something in me just disconnected from what I was doing. And all of a sudden, I was connected to the situation. I said, this is what I think, do it. The solution was right in front of them. Also, for, there have been an issue. Also, for our brochure, police. Also, for, if I don't want to go into the details, I said, This is the solution. Do it. The spirit of the shepherd. So, the prayer has been answered. The manna was falling, and yet they were crying. What shall we do? Now, are you understanding me? I pray for you. Listen to me. Paul says something to the church in Corinth, quoting this very scripture. The part that I read to you, catch them say, The one that had less, he didn't have more. Sorry, the one that had less. He, she, he, the person wasn't in shortage, shortage and the one that gathered plenty he didn't have excess Paul quoted it when he was talking to him, he that sows parily will reap parily he that and then he said be generous this, this, this. and he came down and said as it is written he that had gathered more they didn't have more over quoted the book in Exodus Paul now are you understanding me what do we demand of your life when we say be generous it's not so that we are going to be rich are you understanding me? Because there is a part of God that needs an excuse to bless you. And that part is provoked by the spirit of generosity. Hallelujah. Oh, come on, I said hallelujah. So the shepherd will come to you and show you what you need to do. And when the shepherd shows you, don't sit somewhere and say what you want. Understand that there are men on assignment. Are you understanding me? Moses said that this is it. For they did not know what it was. Moses said to them, it is the bread the Lord has given you to eat. So many of us, we have food in front of us. We don't even know what it is. Receive grace to identify your solution. Also, one day, a certain pastor was preaching Bishop James. There were two people in his church. The lady was praying for a husband. The man was praying for a wife. One day, a prophet of God came to the house and he said that you, the Lord has showed you that this is your husband. But you see the man and you realize that no, he's not your type. But you have been praying about this one for two years. This man has been praying for about six months, but the Lord has connected the both of you. It took a man to come and do that. Bishop Dark said that in so many years of ministry, he said, I have done together so many. He said, Oh, kind, unto me, unto me, kind. I hold the hand of on this one, I hold the hand of on this one, I put them together. 
husband and wife by the authority given you to me as a shepherd. Not because I have seen anything, I'm a shepherd. The Lord has instructed me. May the Lord grant you grace to see. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, may you not miss your solution by the power of the Holy Ghost. May the solution the Lord provide for you, may, may you have eyes to see. In the name of Jesus, may you not ask the same question the Israelites ask in the wilderness, what is this? May the Lord grant you understanding of the situation. By the glory of God, may the mystery of God be unveiled unto you. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, I bless you with every blessing of the Lord. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Many, many years ago, take your offering, we are going. When I was on campus, when I started the things of God, I, I wanted to speak in tongues. <laughs> hallelujah. Oh, come on, I said hallelujah. I wanted to speak in tongues. Please listen to me. <laughs> and then, there, there were some people I was looking for to go, go going to see. So, so that when I saw them, I know that those guys, they were puppets. They would lay their hands on me. And I was speaking tongues. So one day, I was in my room. I went to Pajo, came in the evening. And those days, I'm a bumpire child, 12 minutes. So I came to my room and I came to sit down. Now there was one next door neighbor, B. I'll never forget that guy. Actually, a friend of ours from the US came down. And my friend went to visit that guy and they called me. A man of God. Now he when he sees he calls him man of God. Now this guy, the Lord used him to eat to, to release that grace onto my life. I was looking forward to I remember I went to a prayer meeting those days. See, they want to pray for people who spoke in tongues. And the guy who was leading the prayer was Papa. I went, he prayed for me. I couldn't speak in tongues. I went home. You know. I was looking forward for something. But one day, this guy, he was my next door neighbor. <laughs> but sometimes solutions are around us I, I didn't even respect him I'm telling you I'm being very honest I didn't even respect him those days hallelujah so one day I sat in my room I was sitting down quiet I was thinking about my life the guy came there said oh this day I show you a part you God bless you power for praying you know but you need to pray harder Told him I want to speak in tongues. Say, Oh, you want to speak in tongues? I'm over at four o'clock. I said, When is about six o'clock? Let's go to Paju. This one there is simple cry. I said, Are you sure? Say, Ah, now I'll go away on Nana. I'll wait till I'm back at tongues. Papa crab on Paya, my uncle tongues. I woke a guy around six thirty. His name is Hobelo. Oh, no, no, no. That's why I like this song. The spirit of the Lord within us is more than good. Because the guy on the name I'm telling you, on a serious person in Paul. When you see me, it's not even a serious person. Hallelujah. Yeah. He was my friend Regis' roommate. And I was in the next room. My room there. Or the other top on so those days. If I knew, if I knew the Lord those days, the guy. He stopped school and went somewhere. He was a, 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 a William Abraham follower. WF Kumi, yeah, so consecration. Charlie, if I knew, those days I didn't know anything. But your first year, I know church community. So, Koshe, mountains, baby, I don't know. But he left the room, and then it was left with the three of us. The other hand, the unbeliever, complete. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. And the guy who was my next door, this guy, I said, oh, it's simple, I'll pray for you. You speak in tongues. Say, ah, who home alone? That's what we call it. Home alone, home alone. You just walk around on Namno Didi rough, rough. Every day we come and parasite in our room, so we didn't even respect him. Hallelujah. He took me to the park. He started speaking in tongues. I was watching him. <laughs> he spoke in tongues for about just five minutes. He said, Cow, 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 cow. Race. Hi, home alone. <laughs> when I got up, now I started calling Papa home alone. <laughs> I tell you. Hallelujah. When I, when I got up from the floor, when I got up, I was surprised that the guy, I didn't know where it came from. By the time I realized something was welling up inside me. So when I got up, I said, Papa, hello. 
he was the solution right beside me. I didn't know. I was looking for solutions from mighty men. What you saying? Yes, sir. Sometimes it takes a shepherd. Receive grace to know. Come on, I said, receive grace to know. In the name of the Lord Jesus. So the angel said to Mary and to the woman that went to seek for Jesus, why do you seek the living among the dead? We are looking in the wrong quarters. Yeah. And then this is a word for somebody. Anybody who is looking in the wrong quarters, may the Lord redirect your focus. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, if you are here and you are looking in the wrong place, by the power of the Holy Ghost, in every area of your life, I feel the prophetic wind. In every area of your life, by the power of the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus, in your ministry, in your marriage, in your business, in your jobs, may the Lord redirect your focus. Receive grace to see. Come on, I said, receive grace to see. Come on, I said, receive grace to see. Come on, I said, receive grace to see. In the name of Jesus. I was by the guy for two semesters. I didn't know he was anointed. The angel told them, why do you seek the living among the dead? Where you are standing now, it is for dead men. But the man you seek was sorry called another. Are you understanding me? We are looking at the wrong goddess. But today, our focus is redirected. In the mighty name of Jesus. When it do be, you say, oh, baby, oh, baby, oh, baby, oh, baby. When it do be, you say, oh, baby, this week we cry, oh, baby, oh, baby, from what propose, oh, you are living, you are looking for the living among the dead. But today, in Jesus name begin to look for them at the right place by the power of the Holy Ghost in the mighty name of Jesus God bless you and God be with you because until we take our eyes away from where we are looking we cannot spot the new one what you are saying Amen